Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm delighted to be joined as ever by a very own voice of value. How's it going, Paul? Yes, great. Having a good uh, a good week this week and looking forward to the racing tomorrow. I'm pretty busy today, but looking forward to getting the feet up on the couch tomorrow and enjoying the racing. How are you saying? Get your feet up. You text me earlier in the week with the fear that Cheltenham has crept up on us once again this year. It's only yeah, what, three weeks away. It is. I'm, I'm starting to panic. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't done my usual level of uh, form reading and, and sort of prep for it, so I, I was I was gripped by that during the week. Um, so it's just been busy with work and things like that as well, unfortunately. This isn't a full-time gig. No, if only it was. Uh, so, but we'll still we'll get there with Cheltenham. Um, still a wee bit of time left, and uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of picks and selections uh, when it comes around. Uh, but this week we've got four selections to have a look at. We're going to double two of them up in a win double, uh, and we've got two each way shouts at Newcastle and Kempton. Before we get there, uh, it's a case of close but no cigar last week with the tips on the podcast. Yeah, it was it was um, quite frustrating. On the blind side, was placed, but that was a win bet, so no uh, no awards for that. Um, and then absolutely gutted to have the the two races that I picked the big handicaps. We had two old friends that actually won the race. <laughs> Lord Dominio picked uh, my selection, Achille, into second place, and then another one um, who was it, Captain Chaos, who we, we tipped last time out as well. So I'm picking the, all the right horses the wrong weeks, which is reassuring. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure the listeners will appreciate that. But um, as you say, we're we're getting close. We're not far away. We've got another uh, old podcast favourite to come later on in the podcast, which hopefully will deliver the goods for us this week. Um, so as I say, we've got uh, four races to look at this week. Uh, we're going to start off with a 150 at Kempton. Kempton, just four runners in this one, um, and you like the look of Tamarok Dumathan. Yeah, I've I think that's Harry Compton right, yeah. on board. Yeah, um, Paul Nichols, the Paul Nichols horse, I'll just call it, <laughs> if it's having to pronounce it. Um, yeah, I think this is probably a, a choice between the, the top two in the market. I think the, the sort of market's got it, got it right. Um, and I think Tamarock de Matan is, is probably the one to, to side with. Uh, I'm not too... I'm not too enamoured with the form of Gallo, who's the second favourite, um, and I think uh, I think Tamarock should uh, should quite easily have his uh, have his beating. So I thought you're getting sort of eleven to ten about Tamarock, so I thought it was very fair. Um, so he's the sort of first leg of my of my win double for Saturday. Yeah, we'll just quickly move on to the second leg, which is the three o'clock at Kempton. Both these races on ITV, of course, um, and we're looking at a horse here that's won both the starts over hurdles and aiming to make it a hat trick of wins. Yeah, unbeaten uh, over over obstacles, as you say. Athol Street um, looked at. I don't think when he when he first went over hurdles um, in November. Um, I don't think they really expect him to do particularly well. Um, he was he, he ran quite green. He, he looked really inexperienced, um, but he actually ended up winning it quite nicely, um, despite sort of messing about a bit when he hit the front. Um, so I'd actually uh, the sort of the name of the horse had caught my eye, um, just because it's <laughs> it's the name of the street that I work on. So thought you were going to say it was the name of a pub in Glasgow. <laughs> well, probably is as well, yeah. That is, um, I've been in it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all the ideas, of course, it is, yeah. I think I've been in it as well, actually. Um, so, and it's owned by Trevor Hemmings, who's, who's a manxman, so I think, I suspect it's named after the street um, that, that I work on for a reason. Um, 
and so it caught my eye then, um, running really well. And then it ran the next time at Taunton, same course, same trip, and it was much better the second time. Just looked like he'd he'd learned a bit. Um, his jumping was a bit slicker. Um, he, he didn't mess about when he when he hit the front. Uh, well, he, he actually made all he led from the front, but he was um, he was much more disciplined. And I think the uh, the the yard and the owners must have realised as well because he was well backed. He was a much shorter price that day. Um, this is a big step up in class, uh, you know, in terms of the competition here. Those were sort of fairly straightforward novice hurdles. This is a a grade two, um, and and this you know a pretty competitive race. But I, I was just taken by both those runs, and I, I think there'll be even more improvement to come from him again. Um, given he's only had two starts over hurdles, I think he's a, I think he could be a really good animal. He's a monster as well. I think he'd be a chaser in time. He looks a he looks a big horse, um, but I think he can I think he can win this. Um, Hopefully, quite easily. Yeah, and another Nichols horse with Harry Cobden on board, so that would make for a nice, I reckon, about six and a bit to one double. That will do nicely. Thank you very much. That would do nicely. Uh, yeah, not usually you your style to go for the kind of shorter it's price favourites on these, but yeah, just when when, I, when they, there's one or two that sort of jump out at me like that, the way those two have, um, they're both live on on ITV as well. So it's, uh, I just thought it was a nice nice double, but not go mad on it. But um, I thought six to one was very fair um, mm-hmm. as as a sort of double price. So yeah, that's the that's the thinking anyway. Okay, good stuff. Um, we've got a couple of each way shots that we want to have a look at as well, and we've got three fifty at Newcastle, which is one of the great kind of Grand National trials. They either chase uh, over a marathon four miles, so you need a, a fair engine to be winning this oh. one. Yeah, it's usually a real slog. Um, it, it looks like it might not be as heavy the ground uh, this year as it normally is. Um, but it, the, the current description's soft, but the weather's been pretty nice, and uh, it seems seems quite nice again today. So there might even be a wee bit of good in the description by the time they time they go off. Um, this is it's quite competitive this year actually. Um, there's no there's no sort of standout horse. Um, there's a few that are unfortunate in the way the handicap it works. There's um, the top weight. A horse called Cross Park, who actually won the race two years ago, um, and um, so he's he's actually got up in the handicap quite a bit. So because he's so high in the handicap, um, the sort of minimum weight is actually quite high. So there's three or four of these that actually have to carry more weight than they should. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, that's that's when people say the horse is out of the handicap. That means that actually they should be carrying less weight but they have to carry the minimum uh, 10 stone so there's a few that are sort of disadvantaged um, in that respect Little Red Lion's one of those um, he's he's actually carrying five pounds um, extra so that's that, mm-hmm. he would have been he would have been an interesting one because he's, he's fairly young and progressive and, and he's not exposed over these kind of trips so uh, but that has put me off I think five pounds is quite a, quite a fair bit extra to carry especially over yeah, um, that's sort of yeah, exactly four, four, over four miles. Um, so the one I've plumped for is actually another one carrying ten stone, but he's carrying the weight he should be carrying. And um, that's a horse called Salty Boy. Um, I think um, he'll enjoy the the extended trip here. He's pretty well handicapped um, and hasn't really been sort of exposed over over these sort of distances. Um, and I think the, uh, the return to sort of slightly better ground should help him. So he's a sort of consistent type that I think will be. Uh, there or thereabouts, um, and you know, crucially, he's uh, he's getting the benefit of, of carrying that low weight. Um, you know, cross parts a good horse, but he's got a lug at eleven stone to well friend that mm. that sort of four mile trip. That would be that would be a concern. Um, 
the other one that caught the eye is a Big River, who some listeners may remember I tipped at Cheltenham last year, I think. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I think it's way shout out 21. Um, a shorter price here, 13 to 2. I do think Big River will probably stay the trip quite well and um, sort of plug it on. But I, don't, I can't see him winning. I just feel like he's, he's one of these ones that gets kind of stuck out the back and then plods on late um, past beating horses. But I, I, don't, I don't see him being, uh, being good enough to win. So yeah, the selection's salty, boy, but it's not one I'm, you know, I'm not massively confident on. Um, it's a small each way bet for me. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks quite a wide-open betting race, this one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is, and, and there's so much can go wrong with, with that um, Those that, that distance and those number of fences they've got to jump, you know, there's, there's a lot of risk involved. Well, if it's any, I don't know if it's good news or bad news, but Salty Boy is the time for him tip for the race as well, so there you go. That's good. I'm not the only <laughs> idiot that thinks it's got a chance. Okay, uh, last race, I think that's live on ITV on Saturday, is the Close Brothers Handicap Chase, the 3.35 at Kempton. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, an old podcast favourite who won back in January for us. Um, that's right, yeah. He's getting an outing again. Yeah, and he's, he's an old favourite of quite a lot of uh, horse racing fans as well. He's now an 11-year-old double shuffle, mm-hmm. um, so he's very familiar to most that uh, follow the sport. Um, and he, he, he rolled back the years uh, in January for us. Uh, I think he ended up going off at 4-1, to one, but I'm sure we tipped him at a bigger price than that. I think it was 8-1. I think it was. So um, if, as a result of that, when he's got up £5, that's fair. That's, you know, that's OK. And, and what it actually means in, in sort of... in a in terms of his old form, he's still very well in. And there was a point when he was running off a handicap mark of 158, 156, that those sort of levels, um, and running in uh, gold cups and things like that. So he's still got um, he's still got plenty of scope if he's if he's in good form, which he absolutely looks like he is. He was just enjoying his racing. He's a living. It's not as though he's been plotted for something next season or in mm. the spring. This is his race. He's he's all about Kempton three miles. He's he's a course specialist, multiple course and distance winner, um, as it, as it was last time out. Um, so I just think give him another chance. I think once again the bookies are underestimating him nine to one. I think it's a very fair price um, for a horse who loves it around here. So yep. that, he's he's my selection. I, I should a sort of a health warning should be should be given to everybody. I do I do also like Captain North as the favourite. Um, his form stacks up quite well. I think I, I tipped him recently as well. I can't remember. Um, He's certainly in the notebook. Um, he's four behind Royal Pig Eye, stacks, stacks up quite well. And um, he was a well-backed favourite last time when he was third. I think he'll be there or thereabouts. Um, but he's not really an each-way selection at 9-2. And uh, Clondor Castle is another old favourite who's uh, yeah. that likes to plod around and, and get into places in these sort of races. Um, plod around's a bit harsh, actually. So he's a better horse than that. Um, so he, he's one to look out for. But he was fairly well beaten last time. Um, and I think he might be... Uh, he might be, so he might have sort of reached his peak already. Um, and I think he's, uh, yeah, I think double shuffle's the best value bet for me. I'm very surprised to see that we could get 91, especially with it being such a sort of fan's favourite. Um, I imagine there'll be probably be money for him tomorrow morning. It's interesting that you mentioned that double shuffle is an 11 year old. Now you've got a wee start fee for this race 15 or oh, last 18, we're aged nine or younger. Yeah, I mean that doesn't surprise me, um, and that may well be part of the reason why he's a, why he's a big price is he's a bit older. Um, but as he demonstrated last time, age isn't necessarily a barrier if a horse has had a bit of a resource and is feeling good about himself and enjoys uh, enjoys the course and distance. So you, I mean, you generally in big handicaps, especially, you're always looking for a young progressive one, and, and you're trying to you know find out who that is and, and uh, sort of tick him off the. Take him off the list. Cap Dunord is the one that probably fits that profile. Um, 
but yeah, I can't be I can't be advising him at nine or two. Okay, so double shuffle ticks a lot of boxes for this one, and uh, that is your final pick for today. Can you just give us a wee recap of your four bets for the weekend then? I can indeed. So the, the two sort of each way selections are the three fifteen at Newcastle, the either chase it's salty boy, um, each way at seven to one, and then in the three thirty five at Kempton. It's double shuffle at nine to one, and then we're having a win double tomorrow, and it's in the one fifty at Kempton at Tamarock Dumathan. You're looking for something around eleven to ten, and then at three o'clock at Kempton, it's Athol Street to bring home the bacon, um, and you, you should get five to two if you're quick. Good stuff. Now that's us for another week on the Gambler Racing Podcast. Don't forget you can follow Paul on Twitter at The Voice of Value, and you can catch more of his tips at MrFixitsTips.co.uk. Just remains for me to thank you for listening and to wish yourself, Paul, and all our listeners the best of luck for this weekend. Yeah, good luck, everyone. Enjoy the racing.